Alright. Welcome back. Old Heads Podcast. All is well. I hope all is well, man. How you doing? I'm great, man. Couldn't be better. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So been a while since we've been back to the Old Heads Podcast, man. We took a little slight little little break, handle some business, but I think it's good to kick off the uh, resume with some good cigar talk, man. Indeed. So we got we got a very I know I say exciting, probably every episode. So I'm gonna say we got a very relaxing conversation on the way. Uh, so without further ado, who we got here? What's your name, boss? All right, all right. I'm Lewis Whaley. I'm the founder and CEO of King's Palace Cigars, um, soon to be King's Palace Cigar Lounge. One and the same, or both in the same. Okay. And where you from, boss? Right here, I'm a I'm a native son of uh, Duval, Jacksonville, Florida. Right here. Okay, and then as far as your uh, current scope in the industry, what like is when you first smoked your first cigar? Was that when you was like, man, I gotta, I gotta, I need to start a business with these, or just elaborate on your first experience with a cigar? I had no plans in starting anything cigar wise when I had my first cigar, man. Um, I, I, I smoked some black and miles uh, early days when I was in the army um, and it was 2003 um, I was on a rooftop in Baghdad Iraq in 2003 we were celebrating um, taking over the airport it used to be called Saddam International Airport we renamed it Baghdad International Airport we were celebrating that and that was when I had my first cigar standing on the rooftop <laughs> and uh, in combat, so uh, from there, just years of smoking cigars and experiencing different cigars. On all my travels, I've been to Germany, I've been all over Europe, and things like that, uh, enjoying cigars. It wasn't until I I uh, retired from the army and uh, talking with my wife and saying, I feel like it's time for me to start my own business to do something. Right. And I was telling her about, hey, you know, I can get into the janitorial spot. You know, she said, yeah, I don't really see that for you. Yeah. I don't, I don't really see that. Yeah. She said, why don't you do something that you that you love? Do something that you're interested in doing. And that's all she said. Right. So that night, type of dude I am, you know, once once something hit my, hit my mind like a lightning bolt, I'm chasing it. So that night I had a dream. Uh, I was smoking a cigar. And um, from that dream, I took... That's what I need to be doing. Right. And the name and everything just came from that dream. For sure. So what would you say is your favorite cigar now? So uh, I'm a I'm a full-body cigar smoker, so my favorite cigar type is a Maduro. Um, I'd say uh, my favorite cigar outside of the King's Palace Signature Cigar would be the uh, Undercrown Maduro. Okay. And why is that? It's a robust... Um, Flavor profile, uh, very smooth for a full-body cigar, very smooth. Um, and a lot of people don't know this. I patterned my my cigar, my first cigar, the King's Palace Signature Maduro, behind some of the flavor profile and notes and the smoothness of the Undercrown Maduro. 100%. And then if, just briefly off the top of your head, what, all, what are the different types of cigars and what makes them different? Oh, man. There are. Obviously, it's a million, but just elaborate on a couple of So, I mean, you know, you have your 
your light cigars, you have your sweet cigars, you have your medium cigars, you have your medium to fold or medium to full body cigars. And um, it kind of just depends on your palate. Right. I tell a lot of people that don't smoke cigars that if they drink wine, you can smoke a cigar because, of course, you're not supposed to inhale a cigar. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen right. people, <laughs> you know, smoke, smoke, you know, weed or whatever, and right. they do all kind of other stuff, and they put a get a cigar in, cigar in their hand, and they think they're gonna smoke it the same way. <laughs> end up lights out on the ground. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah, you you know, you take the cigar smoke in. And you taste it just like you taste the wine, except for you blow the smoke out. You ain't gonna spit wine back out, but you blow the smoke back out. And a lot of uh, a lot of people don't understand how many uh, uh, taste buds are in your nasal pro- nasal passages. So you do what's called a hydro hell. That's when you take the smoke in and don't take it into your lungs, but you blow it out of your nose instead of blowing it back out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. That way, the smoke and all of the flavor profile of that cigar is hitting all of your taste buds in your nasal passage. So you know you get more of the flavor of the, of, of the cigar when you when you do that right okay and then so currently i know you said at the beginning of the episode you briefly touched on the difference of this being king palace cigars and king's palace cigar lounge so what what's currently going on with king's palace cigars what what are you doing with cigars oh man we got a lot going on <laughs> we got a lot going on so it's like i said we uh we started with our with one cigar uh my baby that was my uh, my son, I'm watching him, him grow and, and all that and stuff. So it was the, same, the, the the King's Palace Maduro, the signature Maduro. It was supposed to have another name, but you know I'm I'm saving that for uh, my Founders Reserve cigar that's that I'm gonna bring out just you know in celebration of the founder and uh, the start of King's Palace. And that's you know it's coming out later. Not gonna right. not gonna spoil it with saying when it's coming out, but it is coming out. Stay tuned to that. Um, but King's Palace Cigar Lounge. Uh, was my first idea having a cigar line that just that that happened and i'm glad it did but king's palace cigar lounge is going to be our brick and mortar located in palm coast florida um and uh hopefully we'll have um i'm gonna speak that we will have multiple locations right palm coast florida will be our flagship um brick and mortar um king's palace cigars came about um when i was introduced in um met this master blender um, and we went into a partnership with uh, him teaching me uh, the construction of a cigar and then uh, me saying okay I definitely want a cigar for King's Palace uh, and then it just exploded to what it is right now okay that's a very exciting uh, story to note there and then just furthering your point here so the OS podcast is a platform that's centered around business Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as far as King's Palace Cigar and King King's Palace Cigar Lounge, what are some of the business specifics that is it's taken, like, for you to get to this point? Um, and just if you don't mind elaborating on <clears throat> your biggest learned lesson in business, as far as being a business owner, entrepreneur, right now. Well, being an entrepreneur and being a business business owner is definitely not for the faint of heart. It's not. Um, it is a journey. Um, nobody's going to come into it knowing everything. It doesn't matter how researched you are. Uh, the amount of research you do prepares you for the things that's coming up. Um, but there are a lot of roadblocks, a lot of no's, a lot of sometimes there was more no's than yeses that I got. But the perseverance of it all 
is the, the the very essence of being an entrepreneur. You have to battle through and you have to move through with creating the LLC, knowing what type of uh, business that you want to have, whether it's a S corp or a C corp or an LLC or however you want to structure your business um, and understanding taxes. Um, I um, I majored in business and so I had to uh, plug in every all of my business my business classes into doing this uh, for myself so understanding um, structure and business structure understanding uh, B2B understanding uh, everything that relates to how you sell how you market yourself um, the demographics of where you're selling at um, who you're selling who, who your consumer base is um, understanding um, your your competitors excuse me it's, it's huge and if you go into it just saying I have an idea uh, that's not enough you go into it saying you know well, I dreamed this and I'm just gonna go and run into it you know that's not enough you have to know exactly what direction you want to go in you want to have a foundation uh, I have a lot of ideas but I have to quiet myself and bring all those ideas into something that's okay which direction because a lot of ideas coming in will have you going in 30 different directions at one time and just like one of my um one of my mentors told me a long time ago put too many irons in the fire none of them's gonna get hot you hit a nail on the head indeed man and while you were talking i took some you said some very interesting sales that's a very you know just 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 speaking in public talking to people people picture a salesman and be like, oh man, he's trying to rip me out. He's trying to get me. Businessman is a salesman. I don't care what type of industry it is, you're a salesman. Mm-hmm. So how are you maintaining your sales? How do you, you know, obviously these are cigars. Um, a lot of people like cigars. I mean, they sell itself. Um, but as far as tapping into a, a new set of people, a new demographic of people, maybe you have a thought, man, as, as far as expanding my sales and growing my sales I may have to go talk to a different put myself in an uncomfortable situation and put this brand in front of a different type of people how do you do that uh, and maintain your sales and grow your sales without seeming or you know coming across as aggressive and you know out of place you said one thing that is the realest thing of all is cigars sell itself a lot of products sell themselves. What you're selling is you. You have to be likable. You have to sell yourself to people. You can't get in front of an audience if you're not selling you. So how do you how do you increase your sales volume? How do you increase selling what you're doing? You have to be likable. You have to be able to go out and talk to people and talk to different people, not just somebody that you're close to talking to or close to or can relate just because we're the same color or ethnic background or whatever. You have to be an extrovert. You can't be an introvert and try to be in the business. Mm -hmm. And you definitely have to be able to uh, communicate. You have to be an effective communicator. And being an effective communicator, you have to be able to listen. You can't just spew out a whole bunch of information if you're not listening to what the consumer is looking for. You're not listening to what people are saying about what you have. You know, you can have uh, a lot of different things. You can have a lot of different products, but is it viable? Is it what the public is looking for? Is it what the, your target consumer is looking for? 
you know, you have to take that feedback and you have to, you know, put it into what's going to move your business to the next level. Um, a, lo- a lot of people, uh, you know, get a lot of attention or a lot of business people get a lot of attention in the, in the beginning. But once things start slowing down, okay, are you going to continue to do the same thing? Because you're going to get the same results if you do. How are you going to move into a different scope or move forward if you're not willing to do something different? I was an army recruiter when I was in the uh, when I was in the army for three years, and just like we was talking about cigars, the army sells itself. Mm-hmm. You know about you get good benefits. You know you're gonna get paid on the first fifteenth. You know you're gonna travel. All the, all the stuff everyone already knows about the military. So as a recruiter, you you're already one step, a couple steps back because they think recruiters are liars. Right. So how do you overcome that? Right. Right. You have to go in and you have to first of all you have to be transparent. You have to understand your strengths and your weaknesses, and you have to meet people where they are. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I did when people did not bring up, hey, you know, will my son or daughter go uh, be going to Iraq? Will they be going to war? I was a recruiter during a time period that the war was really popping. Right. You know what I mean? So if if I'm sitting in the living room talking to uh, uh, a kid's parents or something like that, and they, they don't bring it up, I say, listen, I noticed you didn't bring that up. So aren't you concerned or, you know, wouldn't you like to know from me, will they go? Well, yeah, they absolutely will. Mm-hmm. And I would just let it be just the awkward silence. They absolutely will. Right. And then I would talk talk to them about my experiences because I was experienced. I've been to, uh, to Iraq three times and I've been to uh, uh, Af- uh, Afghanistan once. And I would talk to them about that. So I took all of the experiences I've had, 21 years in the Army, um, those those recruiter experiences and everything the salesmanship of you selling yourself will absolutely transform or move you forward to be able to do get in front of different audiences and uh you know research just like prior to you doing an interview you want to research the person that you're interviewing you want to know about them you want to know what questions to ask them Mm -hmm. so you want to put a different product or you want to you know bring your product to a different audience or whatever know your audience know your target audience just like you know your target consumer know your target audience and what you want to say and how you want to relate to what you're doing to make them want to be involved in what you what you have going on man that i need to pull my notepad out <laughs> <laughs> you preach <appreciate it. laughs> as far as uh diversifying your your i say book uh diversifying the types of uh cigars that you introduce to uh, your your customers and everything like that how do you uh, what's your creative process like how do you say okay like you said you started with the maduro mm-hmm. so what made you jump from the maduro to the next the next well obviously i know what made you jump to it what was your thought process your planning like what is it like to and, and as far as i know you're expanding from just king's palace cigars to king's palace cigar lounge what does it take for these some these folks that look up to you you know our, a lot of our listeners uh plan have plans to start uh businesses and you know small startups and different things like that so what what is your planning process like for business and then also product development like how, how are you doing it what, what strategics Obviously, you don't want to give all your secrets, but hey, I'm a I'm, I'm an open book. I'm I'm willing to help where I can with anybody. I mean, um, if if I said I wanted to go and do it, somebody else is saying they want to go and do it too. Absolutely. Um, one of my biggest things is I was afraid, and I'm not I'm not scared to sit here and say that I was afraid. I'm the sole provider for my family. 
All right. So the mistakes that I make or the decisions that I make affect, not only affect me, they affect my family. So um, my product development and how I developed uh, going from one cigar to the five cigars that we have on our line. We have a Maduro. We have two Connecticut's. We have a Sweet Tip Connecticut and a regular Connecticut. We have a Habano and we have a Box Press. Oh, we got some non-cigar smokers listening. Okay. At the so, end, we're going to come back and get diversified. Okay. <laughs> right. Go ahead. Right. So... <laughs> I looked at what we have and what we didn't have and what 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 we would like to offer um, in a cigar line cigar lineup for right now. So just a little taste of everything is why we brought in the other four cigars: uh, light cigar, light to medium cigar, and something with a sweet tip. Uh, we also just recently started having um, uh, offering infused cigars. So infused cigars are not premium cigars, but they are really, really good cigars. They have a really good flavor, flavor profile depending on what flavor it's infused with. You got a honey berry, a cognac vanilla, a chocolate, uh, a martini, an apple martini, uh, and a couple more that um, we're going to bring out um, closer to the holidays. But my... Uh, the, the whole idea behind what what's next, what are we going to bring up next is basically what's offered that we don't offer. Mm-hmm. And why why would I, or what, when we go out and we do these vending opportunities, what are people asking? Hey, do you have this? Do you have that? Mm-hmm. Do you have a smaller one? Do you have a larger gauge one? Do you have one that takes like this and stuff? I so I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking notes. And uh, lastly, the moving forward is you have to have tenacity. You have to have bulldog tenacity. You say you're gonna do something. First of all, you have to be, you know, upfront, and you have to be a man of your word to yourself first. Mm-hmm. So if I say I'm gonna do something, I'm not just gonna say, okay, well, I thought I wanted to do that. No, I said I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Just like when King's Palace started. All right. Um, how did how did the world start? God right. spoke. Right. God said before he started making the world. So, King's Palace, I said I will have a cigar line. I will have a cigar lounge. I spoke. Now I'm in now I'm building. Now I'm on this journey of building. I'm not coming back off that and backing down. Right. So you have to be a go-getter. You have to have bulldog tenacity. People are going to say, "Well, why are you doing that? You shouldn't do that." Well, that's crazy. Well, well it might be, but watch me work. Right. Watch me work. Right. When it manifests, I want you to have the same energy. <laughs> right. Huh? When you say, oh, well, you shouldn't do that. Well, well maybe, have you thought about? Yeah. All, all of that. Have the same energy. Right. When you, <laughs> when you come in the spot, shaking my hand, saying, well, man, I didn't think it was. You did. But you put your mouth on it. Right. You know what I mean? So. Man, it's just, I'm a big, big fan of Prime, man. And as, as of late, he's been really... You know, making folks revisit his his legacy, mm-hmm. um, and what you saying it goes right to where he where he preaches is. I mean, you got to feel that thing, you got to want oh, yeah. that thing, you oh, got to yeah. know that thing, and that that just that wraps up everything you said, man. So, as far as um, King's Palace Cigar Lounge, man, where can we find these cigars at? Glad you asked. So, you can find King's Palace Cigars online at kingspalacecigarlounge.com kingspalacecigarlounge.com we're also uh, on social media uh, we have a TikTok um, you uh, teach people how to smoke these cigars yeah, oh yeah we're gonna have you know that's the next thing we're gonna start uh, maybe a YouTube channel or something like that having a little, little cigar education 
mix them with some libations and stuff like that because uh my favorite libation is bourbon i'm a brown liquor man you know I'm, I, I love my bourbon my scotch uh a little bit of cognac here and there and stuff but uh but yeah we're definitely moving in that direction and um what uh what we also want to do is we want to offer you know some some different uh avenues for people to enjoy while they're smoking like sip smoking paint mm -hmm. and things like that that's going to be offered at the lounge so yeah we've got a lot of a lot of different ideas a lot of different things that we're actually uh gonna do and move towards uh in this next coming year for sure and then before we close out is there anything that we didn't touch on that you wanted the folks to know about king's pilot cigarette lounge um kind of put it all out there a little bit but uh just wanted people to know wanted folks to know that we are very very humble and appreciative of all the support that we've gotten um our humble beginnings and we will never forget where we came from um the cigar um, aficionados and the cigar lounges that uh, have welcomed us in our cigars are now available at Goodfellas Cigar Lounge. Where's that? That's uh, right here in Jacksonville, located off of uh, St. John's Bluff, formerly XO Lounge. Shout out to Tracy. Yes, sir. <laughs> yep. Um, and we look to be um, in uh, some um, a couple of other cigar lounges, like uh, uh, Island Girls off Gate Parkway. We're um, in talks with them uh, to include uh, aromas on uh, Southside Boulevard. Yes, sir. Man, that's good. Hats off to you. I a lot of respect and. I look up to folks like you that's moving around and for yourself and then also for the community, you know? It's very hard to, not even hard, it's very seldom do you see a lot of people that look like us, you know, starting their own line of whatever brand it is, you know? So it's, it's, it's good to see that you, you know, you following through with your word and you doing everything you can to make that happen for your, your family, yourself, and then also the community. Um, <clears throat> but before we close out, the last thing I want you to share one piece of advice for all these startups, wannabe startups, seasoned businesses, whatever. Uh, what what kind of, kind of advice can you leave? Hey, you got to take the crickets with the straights, man. You know, it's going to be some hard times. And I'm not saying maybe it will. I'm telling you with all certainty. All certainty. Um, and it will be some dark days. You have to press through it. With all things, keep God first. Uh, pray about your ambitions and what you want to do and ask God to lead you because he absolutely will. He says that he wants to give us the desires of our heart, but we also have to understand our work that we have to put in. God ain't going to bless no lazy person. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> Cause if he ain't you, if, if he, right. He ain't. If you look at all the disciples, he, he chose them while they was working. Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, work your dream, but it can't stay a dream because don't nothing come to a dream of a sleep. And you have to you have to make sure that you're you're moving in the direction of, of, uh, of positivity. Keep positive uh, people around you. Say positive affirmations to yourself. You have to speak positive. You have to have you have to be motivated. And it's a lot of times you you got to motivate yourself. You got to encourage yourself. And that's the biggest thing about it. Keeping your own mental out of the darkness of negativity. So, hey, to everybody out there that's pushing and wanting to do something for it, to call their own, I say go for it. Because nobody's going to come and give you the keys to it and give you the book to say this is how you do it. 
Right. You have to have enough wherewithal to say, I want to do this. I'm going to research. I'm going to learn. I'm going to educate myself. I'm going to get with like-minded individuals that are maybe in this industry. I'm going to look for a mentor. And I'm and, and with everything, I'm putting my all into it. You got to eat it. You got to sleep it. You got to breathe it. You have to do everything that you that, that you need to do to make it work. And once you have that in you, I'm going to make it work no matter what, then conquer the world. Man, that's, that's a lot. I hope folks be listening and taking notes. But with all of that being said, everything we've covered, a lot of our listeners already know what I'm going to say. They know what the motto of the podcast is. Follow your dream, but always remember, stay in your lane.